Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts. Jello she work girl, she work pro, she break it down, she take it low, she find herself, she bout the dough, she doing a thing out on the floor. Her money, money, she make it, make it look at the way she shake it, shake it, make you want touch it, make you want taste it. How you lustin' for it, going crazy, face now, don't stop, get it, get it. The way she shake it, make you wanna hit it, then she double jointed from the way she split it, got your head fucked up from the way she did it. She's so much more than you used to. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. Two episodes in two weeks. Who would have sunk it? No more making you wait a month and a half for my glorious voice. I'm Jello Coon, along with not Zach, but Zaldar. Back from the distant caves of the past. Back when dinosaurs roamed the planet. And there they, was a single podcast co host, Zaldar. That's they, right. Back they, from the early days of this podcast. Uh, those don't know me, I am Zaldar, yes. Yes. Thought we'd get another one in for you beautiful people this week. Yes. I've been I've been very uh lackadaisical in my recording habits. That's all right. It's not like we're getting paid for this. We do this for love. For fun, yes. Because we love all you people out there in internet land. Yes. Give me my give me my internet points or something. Yes. Um so yeah, for those who have been listening for a long time, you'll probably remember Zaldar. He left us to go be a lawyer. So now yep. he's. So do you have to watch Ace, uh, the Ace Attorney series? <laughs> no, I should have. That's what I should have tried to review, but I had not watched that when I um started watching that when you decided to do this. But I probably should watch that. I bet it would make me laugh uproariously. You're like, that's not how Jepsons work. Oh yeah, well, Jepsons I mean, work. I mean, <laughs> all of us would know that. Not how you. That's that's exceedingly unrealistic. <laughs> But um, but yeah, the one of the girls in law school that I that I tried to date and did terribly at it was um, played those games, the Ace Attorney games. That was my first time I'd ever heard of them. Yeah, they turned into an anime now. Then they're they're actually, the games looks kind of entertaining. Actually, I was like, this is actually good. I can't laugh at this. Okay, all right then. <laughs> but I mean, you know. I buy things from Manga Gamer, so I probably shouldn't laugh at anything. There but. you go, exactly. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! So what are so, you? Yeah. So yeah, I, if you want to, you know, one of the reviews I did, my favorites for Habane Rinme, uh, reviewed a lot of things back in the early days. So yep. I got Serial Experiments Lane on Blu-ray recently. All right, that's so, a good show. Well, yeah, I tried watching it again. I just, I, I love the fact that I own it. But it's still one of those shows I just I started watching again. I just can't I just can't get into it. Weird. It's too crazy. Yeah, that's one I would like watching. I you know, I've been showing friends here, um getting friends here hooked on anime and I started with Read or Die and he didn't run screaming from the room and I'm like, Okay, well if he can handle that then we can move forward. Yeah. Read or die is it's it's western in that it's basically a James Bond flick, but it's very very weird in yes. that it's Japanese. So you have people riding giant, you know, grasshoppers. Yes. Why not? 
Uh, so, yeah, then we moved on and we watched um, the first and the second Ghost in the Shell movies. And he was a philosophy major, so he enjoyed those a lot. I would uh, be curious were, if he'd think about Madoka. Oh gosh, I don't. I'd love to watch him watch Madoka. Yeah, uh, but that the series, I'm not sure if I could get him into. But yeah, that's one I'll try. Or, or even better, Evangelion. Yeah. Oh gosh, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, so much symbolism. Ev- Evangelion would throw him for for a loop. I think <laughs> the. Uh, but yeah, you got to to watch that and we were going to go watch the American movie and then we were like oh yeah no yeah we looked at the reviews and we're like yeah mm, never mind it's hilarious like all these anime properties and now I think you showed me the other day they're making a cowboy bebop live act it just seems like something you can't do like I mean they're making this one a TV series so maybe but yeah probably not (sighs) because they're they're not they don't understand you at least for us anime fans, if you westernize these, you take out of it what makes us want to watch it in the first place. Well, I, I don't, I don't because agree. Because what makes us want to watch it is the fact that it's not western I, to a large extent. It's from a different viewpoint. It treats things differently. It's not like western television. And if you're going to turn it into a Hollywood movie, it's going to become like that. But you know? I kind of disagree. I, I, I know what you're saying, but I kind of disagree because I feel like shows like Cowboy Bebop is something that can be viewed from any portion of the world and either enjoyed or disliked. It's not set in Japan. It's not Japanese. Well, by no, but it it's comes from a Japanese viewpoint. I mean, there are stylistic differences. You know, I'm... I don't know. Maybe it's. I it think if they tried to remain those. faithful, and now that technology has yeah. come where it is, especially for live action, as long as it isn't like crap CGI, because I mean, like a lot of what you could do before, you could only do in a in a animation type genre, right. because you right. know it was a crazy. Like you tried doing that in real life movies, or even CGI wasn't terrible. You know, CGI was terrible. It's like now hey, you're gonna make it look like garbage, but now. With so much CGI, you can do so much stuff. It's almost like what what can't you do now, with with computers and everything. Everything looks so amazing now. Or now they're they've blended real life and CGI. Where you're like, I can't tell the mm-hmm. difference. Right. It's I don't know. I have hope that somebody will do it well, but I they I feel they feel like they have to dumb things down. Especially I mean, who's Ghost in the Shell? What makes it great is that it doesn't. There are themes there, mm-hmm. but especially in the first movie, and I'm talking about the movies here, not the series, yeah. they're below the surface a little bit. They're not in your smacking you in the face. Which you know? is good. I mean, at the and, end of the day, people go to these things and will be entertained. I don't want to be preached to. Right, but it's still, I mean, it's like reading a novel. You read a novel, you want entertainment, but you also, at least for me, you want something more than that. You know, you want it to tell you something and have themes and have uh, that kind of stuff. And certainly, Ghost in the Shell does. It's, you know, what a, I don't know, spoil Ghost in the Shell, but what does it mean to be human? You know, or is there a difference between the humans and other types of consciousness? You know, all that kind of stuff. The second movie, especially, is it's that was what a lot of people didn't like it. The second one because it is basically being preached at almost. It's yeah. like a philosophy. Lecture. You know, it's actually kind of funny you mentioned. I loved about it, the, but... the Ghost in the Shell. E uh, three was this last week, and mm-hmm. one of the games they showed at the uh, Sony press conference was about the um the 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 uh, androids rebelling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I was thinking i was thinking of that show you and i watched uh 
about the androids. Oh. Yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. D- I don't remember the name Deno, either, but... Denocoil, I think? Or no, no. Oh, I can't think of it. Denocoil is one I'd like to come back over to here, but that's a Japanese property. The, um... I, I just enjoyed them giving... The guy who made Mario a gun. That was that was entertaining. Oh, yeah. the fact the fact Shigeru that they're making Miyamoto? The, the, Yeah, the the fact that the Mario Rabbids crossover is basically an XCOM clone is like, wait, what? Yeah, it was funny. My coworkers were talking about it, and I was like, "That's not my Mario. <laughs> my Mario doesn't much, wear a sombrero it, and have dinosaurs, except for Yoshi. At least yep. he's a cuddly dinosaur." Uh, he, like, he can possess a T-Rex now, yeah, man. Yeah. T-Rex gets a little mustache. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, man. yeah and in in the the um the the trailer they had the the rabbit that was dressed like Peach wandering around Peach smelling her going, "Ah, I'm better." Um then they had Peach figuring out, "Hey, guns are kind of cool. I like this. I don't have to rely on Mario anymore. I can shoot he things." shoot things. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mario oh, been yeah. replaced. Call of Duty Mario. That's edition. right, Call of Duty Mario. <laughs> Mushroom. I was, I was. Uh, they were talking. I was reading somewhere. They were talking about you know the gritty Mario reboot, and I was going through my, the gritty Mario voice in my head. It's like, it's me, Mario. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't be weird. But yeah, it was, it was interesting. Um, we got our usual tech, um porn from from Microsoft for the Xbox. So that is crazy. 18 uh cores. It's now here's they said it was water vapored cool, which I yep. don't know if they mean water cooled <laughs> or if they just mean like uh they spritz a little water on the on the CPU like Yeah, we're we're trying to analyze PR speak, so Yeah. You know, never, but I was know. just like god Dang, I mean, I got an eight-core processor in my computer, and like a three-gigabyte graphics card, and I can play all the games I want to play. And yeah. it's more room than a. I mean, I just as soon as it's like it's the smallest Xbox, I'm like, hooray! The Red Ring of Death is back. Yep, well, that's gonna be. You know, I mean, I suppose if you have a 4K TV, then it might be useful. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've got they my... showed looked real nice. Yeah, I don't, but, I'm not um, going to buy it. I'm not going to buy a 4K oh, TV. Yeah, that... I, if I get anything, it'll be a PS4 for VR and for Persona 5. Yeah, which that's the big thing I've been doing right now is watching people play Persona 5 on YouTube because <laughs> Persona 5 rocks. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm enjoying watching it. There you go. I need to pick that up at some point. Yeah. Same. I have. So yes, this is your um, anime podcast here. In case you forgot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about everything but anime. Seems so, like, you know, hey, whatever. Exactly. So this is your second, this is your bonus episode. So you know, it's all right. We can there do that. <laughs> so what have you been watching for as far as anime goes? I mean, obviously uh, it's been a while since we spoke, but has there been anything? You've yeah. Been really enjoying so or? I don't. You know, so been so long since we spoke. I'm not sure. Did I talk? Have I talked on here about from the new world or? We actually talked a little bit about. It. I started watching it. I watched the first episode, and uh, I went to watch more, and the videos were corrupt. So, um, yeah, I'm waiting to go. It's see on it. Crunchyroll, so it should oh, be. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, I'll go watch it. That's then. um, that's a that's a good show that I really really liked. I was watching the dub. Uh, the um. Let me look at my history on Crunchyroll. The other things I have been watching recently, I've been watching ACA 13, um, which 
Is that the one about, very... the, about the cigarette salesman? <laughs> I mean, he's not really what he is, but yes. I can't go into more than that without spoiling things. Hey, kid, you uh, want some smokes? But, um, and then I've been watching a lot of Kanu Saba, which is hilarious. Yes. Um, and then I get broke down, and I love all the Fate properties, so I started watching Khalid Liner, basically the low-life Fate. Yeah, I've I've got the DVD set for Prisma Ilya, mm-hmm. and I've watched like three or four episodes, and I was like, all right. Zach showed me more, and it it, it gets kind of creepy. It gets kind of creepy, but it does some interesting things toward the end with philosophy. I'm, in the, I'm into it now a little bit. I'm on episode uh, nine of like the third season, I think. Hmm. And it, it, you know, it asks some interesting questions. But is it mostly lowly fan service? Yeah. Yep, it um, sure is. And it's it's enjoyable, but <clears throat> kind of on the line of if I if I, if you knew my name, I might not tell you I watched this. Yeah. Um, I was going to try to start watching Chaos Child, but that is actually it seems like it's a uh, sequel to something that I have not. Seen. I haven't started watching that. So, is it based off the Chaos Head? Yeah, I think it's a. I think there is a Chaos Head. Um, yeah, I think it was Chaos the, Head, and then I think that's also within. I think the robotics notes or Steins Gate. I think it's universe. in the same worldish as Steins yeah. Gate. But when you start talking about the world of Steins Gate, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, that's different. Time travel anime. <laughs> World of Steingate can, can you know, it could contain the world of Berserk for all I know, which is the other thing I've been watching. And you know, people are going to complain about the the CGI and that. It doesn't bother me, but I don't read the manga. I don't watch Berserk for the art. I I watched the original Berserk because it was cool and bloody and had the the best English in the opening song of I've ever heard. Um. And the story was interesting, and then I got to the last episode, and I was like, what in the hell is this? Because it basically turned into tentacle porn. <laughs> Which, evidently, the manga is basically that all the time, and oh. is incredibly more dark. Uh, so people are angry that there's not enough of that, then? I've, yeah, it, the, the, it's definitely in the new series that came, that took, was like several years later. I mean, the original, the, oh, the, if... The Golden Age arc, I think, is what it's called. Is ah. the only thing that's been animated so far. That was years ago, and it's a different art style. Um, but I'm enjoying it. It is everything that the old one is, especially after the last episode. It is incredibly brutal. It's incredibly bloody. Um, characters are still interesting, and they add some new ones that are interesting. <clears throat> they seem to be... Anime and Christianity, you could write books on those, the interaction between those two things, mm-hmm. probably. I mean, just look at Evangelion. But, and they seem to try and be tying this somehow into the Book of Revelations. And the Book of Revelations is weird, totally, but it's not this weird. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> the things that are going on here, it's very strange. <laughs> uh, but that's fun. Uh, and then I've, for my Ichi quotient, I've when watching some of the uh, Shin Kohimi, the Kohimi Musou stuff. This is based off of a game. Uh, what is that? They've got Psycho Pass on Crunchyroll now. I need to watch some of that. Have you seen season one? 
I stopped in about like the last episode of season one. Uh, uh, I need to because I want to see season two, so I need to watch. Um, yeah, I never watched season two myself. Uh, like one, we did a review on, and you know mm-hmm. we even called it like I know I can my top five for I think it was twenty twelve or twenty thirteen when we did it. That was one of them, but it was one of those like shows. I was like, okay, it was cool, but do I really need to see more? And I don't know, you know. Maybe I'll get back to it. I don't know. Yeah, of the things that I've watched recently um, from the New World was really good. Uh, I watched some of Eleven Eyes recently, too. I'm going back through my history. That was interesting. Ah, that was an interesting show. That was kind of like for its time. That was early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. You had to kind of... Crazy anime. that They were like, hey, Eleven Eyes coming to America. Crazy death. Yeah, and I I did not have I I loved Erased. Watch that. Watch School Live. That's really good. Ah, School Live and their dead eyes. Yeah, that was <laughs> freaky. Yeah, Erased was awesome. Erased was. I gave it a ten out of ten. Yeah. Uh, that was my number one. I think for the year last year. I would agree with that. Uh, be hard though. Last year I had Kanesaba too, which was pretty good. Um, the. Yeah, school live was messed up. <laughs> and, the, and I didn't. I did not have. I watched Charlotte after re- listening to your review of it. I did not have the same opinion of the ending of it that you did. Huh. The ending was very Japanese. Um, in that, you know, we're all going to give our powers up because being being different is bad. But and that's just you know that kind of goes back to a little bit what we were talking about before. It's a yeah. very different. But I enjoyed the show. Um, I would have ended it differently if I was writing it, yes. <laughs> My philosophy, though, is different. Yeah. I'm watching a little bit of Argon- Arvangelion, but I've not finished that one, so it's not doing too much for me. The movies have been good. Hmm. Um, the last on one. The last one was crazy. Watching all of Fate Stay Night. Oh, there you go. Eight, eight zero. How are you liking the Ufota Bowl? Now that they took over, because remember, Fate Stay Night originally was done by a different studio. Yeah, I mean, I watched I think Fate Zero first, so I got hooked on that incredible animation style, um, and then going back to Fate Stay Night was hard. Yeah. It's like, well, this is older, and the animation is not going to be as good, but it's still amazingly good. I really, I never saw Fate Zero. I never, I only watched the original Fate Stay Night. I really liked it. I, I thought you it got a lot of Fate hate. Zero. I know. I mean, it's darker. Be prepared as dark. Oh yeah, I know that's Zach, because... Zach fell in love with it, and he was like, "You gotta watch, you gotta watch it." Yeah, I just, I just haven't it's, had it's it. It's worth it. I mean, Fate Stay Night is dark to begin with. Yes, Fate Zero is darker. Um. Because it's it, it it's the prequel to Fate Stay Night. Yes. And the Fate Stay Night that's the other path, zero whatever. Yeah. Um, that was also very good and is done by the same team that did Fate Zero, and it has wonderful animation. Yep, affordable. So um, yeah, I need to watch more of their stuff because that they spent some money on that man. Oh yeah. Because uh, that was good. Um, and we're back probably way into um, t- 
time period now, so that's probably enough about what I've been watching. <laughs> the I just going through my Crunchyroll history here. <clears throat> yeah, it's been uh been a lot of good stuff. You been watching Attack on Titan at all? No, that one doesn't. I don't think it's not going to do it much for me. The um, I mean, it's, I'm afraid it's going to be one of those that never ends because it's basically shonen, and I get enough of that from Berserk. We'll never find out what the key goes to for. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's just also like a, Black Bullet. Yeah. Oh, Black Bullet. Okay. Yeah. Um. I started watching uh, some of, and then I had to stop because it was just, uh, Yona the Dawn is also good. Okay, going back through my history here. Um, oh, I started watching on Netflix the Gunslinger Girl. Uh, I just had to stop because that's just way too depressing. Which one did you watch, first season or second? First season. Uh, see, I loved Gunslinger Girls, the, the at least the first episode. They just did everything so right. When she walks in with that... Suitcase with the violin suitcase, mm. and then just mows down the entire room. I mean, I started watching it until it was figured out. Okay, they're mind controlling them, and you get with the episode where the spoilers ahead, where the uh, girl that looks like a guy, but kind of beat somebody that's the the maid or the the worker in the hotel where they're yeah. setting something up. And kind of makes a friend, and then at the end of the episode has to kill him, and it's like, okay, that no, was a good no. episode. It was a great episode, but it was just utterly depressing. I was just like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, and then good. I spoiled myself and found out what happens to the main character at the end, just from the internet, and was like, okay, no. Yeah, uh, I I didn't like season two because like they start falling in love with their handlers because they're older then. So season two mm-hmm. takes like a couple more years ahead, mm-hmm. and I'm like, done. <laughs> They're falling in love with their handlers. Fuck that. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, they were but... with, that was kind of there to begin with. But, I mean, but... Yeah. Suppose, I'm surprised they lived long enough to do that since they were... Yep, they were mercenaries, essentially. They're, they're basically... Their mind gets controlled. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah, that was... So I'm... Yeah, I'm back to From the New World now in my history, so we've gone far enough. There you go. I still haven't watched any more of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's just too shonen for me Ugh. after the first season. You like Berserk, but you can't watch Jordan. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just because Berserk is so much more violent, and, you know, that there's not that's there. And I'd pro- if I gave JoJo Bizarre Adventure, I'd probably like it. But it's the first season, it was so different from normal shonen. Yeah. You know, it had, and there were actual, like, rules to the fighting <clears throat> and rules to the powers, and it wasn't just whatever. And I, I really liked that because it was different, because it was like a shonen written by Charles Dickens, which is how I described it to people. And it it was interesting and different and enjoyable, and then it just became another shonen after that. And I was like, no, done. Gotcha. So... Man, I watched if... a little bit more. I got to the about the about when they were the end of the Egyptian arc, I think, and then I just stopped. Ah, man, if Zach were here, he'd be yelling at you right now. I'm sure. There's, it's, it gets a lot of love. The music's great. Oh, yeah. But the music's not written by them, so, <laughs> you know, you choose classic um, rock, you're going to be having good music. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Kind of. 
Uh, well, I'm back to when I was watching Monogatari here. We're all way back in my history. Okay. Jeez. So today you're coming on to review Akiba's Trip. Yes. Otherwise known as Akaba Strip. So, but are you going to tell us what you've been watching? I mean, I I've suppose watching... I could guess and listen to your other episode, but you yeah, know. I haven't been watching too much. <laughs> I've just been watching Attack on Titan. That's really about it. I I, I haven't yes. really been doing too much. I've been I've been on the studying train, man. Those certifications don't pass themselves. So. No, they don't. You are correct. You but are correct. I got some vacation coming up, so I'm going to probably be jumping in some anime then and. You know, just, uh, unfortunately, I just haven't had time to sit down and watch a lot of anime. But, uh, I picked up, um, we talked about this in my last episode, but I picked up, uh, Eureka 7 on Blu ray, complete collection. Ah. Something about maybe watching that again. I finished. I enjoyed that, except for the ending, which I thought was just way too over the top. Well, come on, she turns into a fucking butterfly. And they put a big, huge, you know, uh, heart on the moon. Yes. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're going to carve hard onto the moon. Woo! Yeah. All right, now the gravity is for Now Earth's gravity is fucked. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also finished up the Haruhi Blu-ray box set. So I got the movie right. on Blu-ray. So I was like, yes. Uh, so I think about watching that again because the movie was really fucking awesome. That's one of those that doesn't do it for me. What? I, I can't uh, say I've never watched it. So. No, nah, it's all good. Haruhi's, uh, Haruhi is... Uh, uh, you know, you gotta have the gotta want to watch it. Um, no, I I really haven't been watching too much to be honest. Just uh, trying to stay up on Attack on Titan season two. I've been watching the dub, so I know it just finished airing. I think yesterday, uh, or actually it aired. Yeah, so I think tonight is like the last night or something like that. So apparently they've renounced the season three at the end of this for next year of all things. So no more having to wait three more years for another series of Attack on Titan. So, we That's shall good. see. Yeah, no, it's always nice when you're going to get a, you know some more anime to look forward to. I'm still looking forward to Full Metal Panic this year. <laughs> Cannot wait. Um, I was hoping that you were going to be watching Handshakers because I've heard all kind of different opinions on that one. And I was, to, was hoping to hear what yours was when we decided to do this. Anime Man did not like it at all. Hmm, I'll have to uh, check it out. The, um... Uh, Allison Zuko I wanted to watch as well. That's looks like it might be interesting. Hmm. It's going through the things that are being simulcast on Crunchyroll right now. Yeah, there's quite a bit. Um, yeah, I've gotten... Got a good... Bit of good stuff. Hmm. All right, well... So, yeah... Akiba's Akiba Trip or Akiba Strip. So let's get this right off the bat. Yes, this is based on the video game for the PS2 and the PC that is called Akiba's Trip. And if you hate that game, then you're probably well, going to want to stop. Here, Ex- explain. So, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to explain the game. But if, if you already know what that game is, and then, yes, the anime is going to be based off that. So, you know, you know what you're going to get. There you go. Uh, so Akiba's Trip. Evidently, there's another one of these. I don't know if it had some of the same etchy stuff, but I should, probably should have researched that. The, but this one, you are, you're an Akiba, you're an otaku, you answer an ad for a job to that is going to pay you in um, rare figurines. 
and they don't really tell you what the job is before you get there. <laughs> Obviously, this is going to go great from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. You get there, they do something to you, you wake up, you're not sure what's going on, they tell you you're going to have to walk around and like steal, you steal people's energy, and you're like, wait, what? And in a cool move, in one of those trolley things that only Japanese games do, if you choose the right options in the beginning, you can get a game over, because they basically kill you in the first five minutes of playing. <laughs> um, so, I thought that was pretty funny. Um but it turns out you are a kind of weird modern vampire that um, these people are going around and stealing people's energy and they're bringing it back and it's, you know, destroying Akiba. You end up getting saved by someone who gives you her blood, but of course she gives you her blood by kissing you. Uh, and so you're now, you now have some, some weird mixture of superpowers from whatever it is the original people did with you that made you a vampire and from whatever she gave you when she kissed you. Do the and guy, you go off to Do you as the main people. character know that you're a vampire? Or are you oh, yeah. like, I'm Joe yeah, yeah. Everyman? No, no, she he knows. Um and you go off in the game to fight the um the people that are the vampires walking around Akiba. Um so and you do this of course, since, you know, they're vampires, but they can walk around in the daylight as long as they have clothes on. Hence, when we say this is Akiba's trip, you know, if you move that S over to T, um, that becomes a new word. Uh-huh, yeah, strip. That's, so that's what you do. You wander around the city and you literally strip people. You get in fights, your clothing has health bars, your clothing, you get your health, the clothing health bars low enough, you can rip it off people. And, of course, you can do this to only people who are vampires. You can also do it to people who are not vampires and they just get angry and hit you. Um, so it's, I mean, it's fun, it's etchy, the game actually has a pretty interesting, uh, story for a visual novel, multiple routes, all those kind of things. But what we're here to talk about is the anime. The anime is hilarious. It does a whole lot of things the game does. It starts with the same concept, but it quickly becomes a satire of basically everything otaku. Uh, it does not at all take itself seriously. If it took itself seriously, it would not work. It knows what it is, okay? And it... You start off, you're, you know, you are... fit the same setup as the game. Uh, you get everybody joined together, and then each episode kind of starts taking on a different type of otaku. There's an episode where they take on ham radio otaku. There's an episode where they take on professional wrestling, which is absolutely hilarious. There's an episode where they take on um, professional gaming. Uh, There's there is an episode. Let's see. uh, Well, yes, there's an episode where they take on Yu-Gi-Oh. What? And in all of these episodes. You're, it's set up with they're fighting some person who is one of the main main people trying to take over Akiba. One of the they need to end up stripping people and all these things, but it does it in a way that's satirical. It does it in a way that we're going to show off this culture, but also poke fun at it at the same time. The the Yu-Gi-Oh episode they draw the characters like they do in Yu-Gi-Oh, and <laughs> they have them. 
you're seeing them playing this card game and they're, you know, they're the people who are playing the card game are seeing all this stuff and they're, you know, the Yu-Gi-Oh pictures. You cut to the people watching them playing and it's just a few people playing a card game. Um, so they're kind of, you know, they're poking good fun at the things that are in the episode. It gets, a, it ends maybe taking itself a little bit too seriously toward the end. It still ends up making fun kind of itself and at the same time. Uh, they end up trying to outlaw Akiba. <laughs> and there's a line where um, one of the people in the government who is trying to outlaw Akiba is like, they all these Akiba people, they get on the internet and talk, talk smack about people. But when anybody tries to do it to them, they start talking about otaku abuse and free speech and all this stuff. Which is kind of true, so... As I say, it pokes fun at its own self and the otaku community very well. Uh, so if you're in for something satirical, if you can get over the general premise, uh, the show is very etchy, so if you have a problem with panty shots, then you're probably not going to be for you. Um, at one point in the, one of the latter episodes, the main character um, doesn't strip anybody, doesn't strip them all the way. He leaves, like, a little bit covering half the breast or something. And the other character is like, your plan of stripping them so that they would last a little bit longer and you could get to see them in their underwear longer worked because they found a secret passageway because they were still alive and able to get to it before they disappeared. Huh. And the main character is like, don't make fun of me. So the summary it, here is Otaku... It knows what it's doing. Yeah. So the summary here is Otaku siblings... Tomatsu and Nia Niwaka. Mm-hmm. Is you say it? Uh, are shopping in Akihabara when it is overrun by vampiric cosplaying monsters. Because, you know, that, that's a thing. It happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These creatures are known as bugged ones. That's an yep. interesting name. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what the game calls them, too. I don't know where that came from. They can possess anyone. They bite. And soon they begin causing mayhem throughout the city. Uh, as Tomatsu finds himself at the mercy of one of these bugged ones, uh, he is rescued by a mysterious baseball-wielding, uh, bat-wielding Matome? Is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, together they fight through several encounters of the bugged ones. But before long, Tomatsu is fatally wounded and has to be turned into a bug one himself. Tomatsu Matome, along with the excitable otaku uh, cosplayer Arisa. Yep. And uh, his little up, sister. Make up so the they group, form a the group. Electric Mayonnaise? Yes, I was, I was hoping I was going to get to say that. They form a group, they form a Protectors of Akuba group, and they're trying to come up with a name, and they decide to call themselves Electric Mayonnaise. Yes. That probably right there tells you about all you need to know. Um, it doesn't take itself seriously. If you're looking for something deep, don't watch this. Yeah, it pokes fun at things a little bit, but it's not. This is this is light in the extreme. So what uh, are the funny, what? etchy, good characters? Uh, the end, they kind of maybe make fun of of Evangelion a little bit, and um, the spiral anime. I can't remember. Um, the main. The end. They're they're capturing people. They're they're capturing energy from Akaba 
with a concert, people waving glow sticks, and the scientist character talks about what the glow sticks are and says at one point, they're the ultimate deuce ex machina. I'm like, okay, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're calling yourself out for making it while you're making it. All right. I'll, um, all right. You get a pass. So what Call they... out the trope while you do the trope. There Good. Go. And they form this big, huge... The, the two main characters end up forming a big, huge, like, robot thing that's fighting another big, huge robot thing. And they... It, it, in the end, it turns into a big spiral and spirals into something. So, yeah. Uh, references abound throughout the entire show. Gotcha. So people have been watching anime for a while. Oh, yeah. It's one of those. Gotcha. It's a meta. Uh, what I, what was that name of that show? It was the response to Evangelion. It was all about spiral power. Where they were throwing galaxies at each other toward the end. Oh, are you thinking of... Um, uh, what is it? I just... <laughs> I, ju- I see it. It has Simone. Mm-hmm. And they have the digging. And... Mm-hmm. Start underground, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. God damn it. I, I just... Time skip and they go. Yeah, 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 um, Into Malthus and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. So they make fun of that in Evangelion in the same episode, kind of. Um, 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 um. Yeah, there we go. Gurren Lagan. Gurren Lagan. Yes. I had to Google it, but I was like, I know the name. No, they... Nobody says, I don't think, Do you, don't you know who I am? That would might have been too bit on the... Yeah, too bit but... on those. Mm-hmm. So what are the what are the characters themselves like? So, I mean, you saw you so far you've pretty much gone to the story, but like you okay. were saying, hey, they're good characters. So but like... the, the the main character is kind of a I'm going to go out and save you, and there's a love story between her, him, and the la- the lady who turns him into a bugged one. She's a strong kind of I'm going to go out and fight things woman. Um, the the little sister is a generic little sister character, um, very in love with his brother her brother, excuse me, um, all into anime stuff, all into otaku stuff, goes out to buy rare figurines. One of the funniest characters, though, especially in the anime from what they do with it, um, is, let me see, the the lady in blue who is, uh, what is her name? Doop. Mm-hmm does not tell me there um but she is from norway and she came to akiba to learn about otaku culture basically and she is a classic kind of fish out of water she'll say things incorrectly like try to say a saying and say it wrong uh, mix two sayings up like you know i'm gonna kill two birds with one chicken and cross the road or something like that um but she also has this mysterious past that whenever they need a deuce ex machina, they will, they'll bruise her. At one point, she has to go back to America to become CEO of a company. She turns it down and comes back and in the last episode saves somebody by dropping out of an airplane in cowboy boots in an um, American flag bikini and landing on somebody's head. That's awesome. Yep. I was kind of like, yeah! <laughs> at that point. Uh, and of course you get, you know, a shot of the vagina area when she lands on the person's head in the American flag because, of course, it's yeah. an etchy anime. Um, so, but she, so that's the main characters. The bad guys are all kind of replaceable. Uh, they, 
some of the ones that are most interesting is in the episode about professional wrestling, the professional wrestler. Uh, it, on where it turns out, this lady who's the CEO of a company in America is also a of a good professional wrestler as well. Just you know because that's, that's what uh, happens. She she's their character that can do anything, anything the plot needs, she can do. CEOs need to go to pro wrestling camp. That's right. Uh, one of the other funny ones, there is a miniature scientist who's like their Q character. Uh, she's, she wears an oversized lab coat, so you never see her hands. Um, and she rides around on a... Oh, those the, the walking things that I've got two wheels and the thing at the top. Um, Rollerblades? No. <laughs> Oh, they're a big thing a few years ago. The we wrote them on the sidewalks. What? The Heelys? Oh, are you talking the hoverboard? No, 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 no. Go far back farther. Um, fudge. Skateboard. Rollerboard. No, the, they're very much the thing the tech people in California rode. Oh, the Segways. Segways, yes. She rides a Segway everywhere. And she's in a oversized lab coat, glasses, you know. But she's like she looks like a low line, uh-huh. so and she's hilarious just because she's always um, knows anything they need to know. Uh, it quickly it starts off looking like it's going to be pretty stereotypical, <clears throat> but by the time they start making fun of ham radio or they start making fun of uh, professional wrestling or computers, um, it's it's worth it. Gotcha. So what would you what would you rate it? Um, probably four out of five. I'm not going to wow. rate it as high as Habana Rimme or Fate Stay Night just because it doesn't doesn't dig deep enough into some of the the issues behind otaku culture. You know, it kind of it kind of gives itself a pass on all of it being about greed and all this kind of stuff. Um, but it's funny, it's entertaining, it does what it needs to do very well. Uh, I wouldn't say it's it's not as good as Kunusaba, but it's that same kind of humor. So, if you like Kunusaba, then you should probably check this out. I'm gonna give it a couple episodes at least. Gotcha. All right. Well, cool. Those, I mean, I honestly would have skipped it. I mean, that kind of sounds like at least worth checking out. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, you know, the first two episodes are set up. The third episode, I think, is the... You know, the hammer episode is the fourth. Let's see, what is the third? Uh, da, 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 da. What happens when you... Hmm. Yeah, you may need to get to the fourth episode for it to be... Which is pretty bad because there's 12. Uh, oh, oh, nope, nope, nope. Okay, yeah, the third the third episode, it takes on the idol culture. Huh. So, yeah, you should. the third episode is good. Gotcha. Um, two episodes have set up. Third episode, it's into its groove because uh, it does take on idol culture, and <laughs> it does with idol culture what it should have done with everything else. It exposes the dark underbelly uh, in ways that it doesn't with the others. Uh, so, gotcha. All right. Well, nice. so what have you been reviewing recently? What have I been reviewing? Mm-hmm. Uh, last episode we reviewed uh, I don't know Shows <laughs> Okay I don't feel so bad about not knowing now <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I sadly have to go back and look We want, Oh that's right it's comes Wish 
we reviewed last uh, last week. Oh, okay. And then and uh, the, I've heard about that one. That's on Funimation, right? It's not on Crunchyroll. No, it's actually on like Amazon. Oh, okay. That's the, other, the one of the other ones I couldn't watch. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, that's supposed to be good, but depressing. Uh no, it was actually really good. Uh, and then we, uh, my name, the movie was here in uh, the U.S. Went to Concord to go see it. That's the whole red string of fate one. Uh, that's the one where the um, yeah, lady in the country and lay the guy. And guy yeah, in the yeah, 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 yeah. Now that's supposed to be very good. It was. It was awesome. It was good. So I get to see that one. Yeah, uh, it's coming out on blue right here soon. A couple more months, cool. I think. Awesome. Glad so, it was good. Yeah, really good. So yeah, bonsaibeat.com front slash reviews. You find yes. our complete review index of everything uh, we reviewed through uh, the last 11 years of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, 11 years, man. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right if, if the podcast was a child, it would be in middle school right now. That's right. That's right. So. The uh, Hobbit at Rimbay is one of my favorite reviews that I've done. Uh, oh, right, 11, oh, what I... am I smoking? I'm sorry. Nine. How am I smoking? Nine, okay. Nine years. Oh, I think not as bad. It'd still be in elementary school. Yeah, well, still, I'm thinking, like, oh, 11 years. Okay. Oh, there, there was one of the shows that I reviewed that I absolutely hated because it did a reset ending. That was on another one of my favorite reviews. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> We're back to regular special programs. Great. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.